slow. Your trap slow, my nigga. I feel sorry for you. Sorry, nigga. Cause we banging hand to hand, getting it in them holes. I'm talking transactions, CDS, them distributions. We going hard with this shit. We need our restitution. I love my nigga, so I do whatever for my dog. Nigga, say he need me, and I got him. He'll never fall. I'm coming in the clutch, something like I'm Kyrie. You niggas bluffing, man. I wish you niggas would try. Be down, and guess what? We need answers. All right, so we need answers podcast episode 109, if I'm not mistaken. Today we got Ryan here today. Um, Ryan's going to talk to us, give us some good game about real estate development, all of the above, all the housing stuff. Um, known Ryan for some time now, and I came across her page when she was speaking at a panel, and I and I checked out the videos and she was giving up a lot of good game and I said but she couldn't go in too in depth because it was more than there's a lot of people on the panel so I said you know what you could come on the show and you can take all the time you want and give up all the game because um I feel like what we discussed everything that you were saying is for you wanted to get to the people right to the people a proper platform to get people to understand housing a little better right yeah so um and as I was telling Ryan also, this is a field that I know nothing about. I'm an apartment guy and I yeah. <laughs> I wanna get I wanna make do and make the right decisions. That's what that's one of the things that kinda hold me back from jumping into the housing and stuff because you know, everybody say you get a house because you don't wanna keep paying rent and all that, but yeah. I still wanna know the ins and it's outs. It's a lot really. of information out there and it's a lot of like where do you even start? Right. It's a lot of um it's also a lot of like misinformation mm -hmm. you know that's like oh you gotta you know bring a box lunch you know for three years straight to save yeah, enough yeah, money yeah, yeah. like it's a lot of misinformation and i think yeah a lot of people go off of what they what they they don't know but what right. they assume is what is right right so right going in right. before we go in i want you to introduce yeah. yourself start from the top how you got into this field okay okay so I'm Ryan, as Mook said, um, I kind of landed into development. Like I never thought that I would be in this kind of position, mm -hmm. um, but it, it all kind of was like a strange turn of events. So I grew up, you know, my father has a construction business, so I understood, I didn't understand construction, but I just understood what somewhat of what an entrepreneur's life was like. Okay. Um, like my father was like my basketball coach when I was younger. Like, I think he had a lot of times people may think like as an entrepreneur, you have no time cause you know, you're working all day, but mm -hmm. in some cases you have more time than what the nine to five. The nine right. to five. Yeah. So I always knew I wanted to like do something on my own, but I never had any kind of passion. I never knew what that would be. Okay. Um, and then when I graduated from college i went straight to live in new york i had a job i graduated college like may 12th and june 1st i already had like my apartment my job i didn't have an apartment i had a job and i went and stayed with my sister for a few weeks and then i found an apartment what you go to school for i went to school for mass com mass communication okay i changed my major like three times and i got to the point where i was like i gotta just pick a major that's gonna be easy to graduate because I can't keep same here. Yeah, same you here. so you understand where that it's like, yeah, I, that, this is what kind of where you start to figure out yourself. 
Yeah, and, and you start college. to think more strategically. Like I could mm-hmm. spend more time of keep changing my major, yeah. or I could just did it, get a degree and get up out of here. Right, exactly. Get that so, paper. That's all. Yeah, that's saying. all you need. <laughs> yeah, like, that's a tip. And come to find, I mean, of course you you don't really need this. We find out as we get older. Like it was a tweet today. Like no one's ever seen my diploma. No one's ever seen like exactly. But obviously we know we can put that on our resume yeah, and we mean it. Make a difference. It's true. A little. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. We ain't yeah. lying about that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, but my first job in New York was working for a developer. Okay. And what developers do is, um, there's residential developers and then there's commercial developers. Mm. Residential developers pretty much build anything from houses to, um, huge high rises. Mm. And then you have commercial developers who build anything from like shopping centers, Mm. like Dave Bramble at Northwood. Mm to little towns like a lot of people don't realize like columbia maryland was just like the brainchild of a developer named oh, okay. jim rouse in the 50s I didn't know that. and he wanted to create this like kind of diverse and equitable like city if mm-hmm. you will so he created columbia okay in the 50s so, yeah i'm pretty okay. sure this was like it, it, columbia is like a new thing like it's not like something that's that. been around for forever and my ever my parents in the 60s so they was like it just kicked off when they was born yeah right? columbia okay. is something like fairly new like know you know that. baltimore we know has been around like one of the first industrial cities okay. but um but basically as a developer you're responsible for finding a project, um, financing the project, mm-hmm. design like hiring someone to design it, mm-hmm. and that your architect, and then you hire your contractor to build it, mm-hmm. and then you hire a realtor to sell it, and then you move on. You either copy paste repeat or you know you just keep doing reiterations of that. Okay. But so I work for this developer in New York and. Um, at the time, I was like, this is a cool job. I just treated it as a job. I got my check. I went home. What was you doing for the company? I was doing a little bit of everything. So it was a small company, and um, he had a high-rise that he was... It was a sugar factory in Williamsburg, right mm-hmm. on the water, and he turned it into 69 uh, luxury units. Okay. Um, it was like South 4th and Wythe Avenue, I remember. So with that's that, in New York? Yep. Okay. With that project, it was I was there from the beginning of like when construction was still happening and mm. then when the rent is coming in. So you're leasing the building. Okay. So one thing that really like with him, something that was so dope to me was he was third generation owner of his company. Mm-hmm. And um, he probably had like 900 units across the city. Damn. And so I would be responsible for like collecting people's, like they would mail in their rent. This was, you know, this was in 2011. So people would mail in their rent check. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, history now. I know. Yeah, I'm like, what year was this? Because why were we mailing in the rent check? Like that's that that's not, not existing now. Now right? you okay. Zella rent, yeah, you Cash right, App right. rent, yeah. you got a website, you got something. Right. But uh, we would people would mail in their rent check, and I would be responsible to log it to mm. take it to the bank. Okay. And it would just be like the first of the month up until like the tenth. Mm-hmm. Every day I'd be going to the bank, okay. you know, because it'd be that many deposits coming in. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is a lot of money that this man, you know, making. is making every month. Right. Like, and it used to be called, like, it's called, like some developers call it mailbox money. That's just like your passive income. Okay. That's just flowing in every yeah, month. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. got to go get it. Like, you know, it's coming. Yeah. 
And so um, that was what it was for him. Yeah, that was his mailbox money. But you still have at the time I was like, oh, my gosh, she has all this money. But now I know what I know now. It's still, you know, you have your operating expenses, you have maintenance fees, taxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not 100 percent yours, but it's still some some high income. So was doing that for him. And then I got my real estate license at the time. And I think that's when I really fell in love with like true real estate like just the feeling of i was renting out apartments in new york Mm -hmm. so just the feeling like i would get such a rush when i would show somebody an apartment they'd Mm -hmm. be like i like it Mm -hmm. like and then you know doing the contract doing the listing like doing all the work and then ultimately to get paid but that's when i fell in love with um real estate and then a lot of after that i decided i didn't want to work with him i went to work at uh, barney's in new york Mm -hmm. i worked there for like three years Um, I still did real estate after work. And then after that, I worked like some couple stupid places. (laughs) And then (laughs) a couple of them. So before you go, did you you working in that, working for him, made you want to do the real estate thing? Well, no. So at the time, no. Like even Mm. at this point, it's probably like 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. I still didn't want to be in real estate. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, I want to be in fashion. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I want to just have a job. So then I was at Huffington Post. And then what happened was um, like Freddie Gray had happened here, but mm-hmm. I'm in New York, but you know, it's all on the news. And then I'm like, damn, I should be working for my father because my father has a company. My father never went to college. My mm-hmm. father you know, it was like selling drugs and stuff. So mm-hmm. he hires a lot of people like that. Okay. So I'm like, I could come back Street and work guys. for him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, I could come back and work for him. And like, you know, that's, you know, at the time, like Black Lives Matter was just like turning on yeah. kind of sort of the generational wealth thing. Mm-hmm. So I started coming back here more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is it all these vacant houses? Like, what is, what, what's going on? This don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. And so um, you ain't never noticed them before you left. No, because when I left, I was in high school. Okay. Because I went to college and then I went straight to New York. Okay. okay. So I, it's like I was too young to really grasp it, I think, or care. I don't know. And mm. so when I started coming back, I'm like, this makes no sense. Mm. And then I started being like, I want to get some of these houses. I bought my own house. That's what changed everything. Okay. I bought my own house. You came home and bought it. Yep. So I moved like from my apartment. I had a U-Haul in New York. Mm-hmm. Come straight, take me into the house, like take the furniture to the house. Mm-hmm. And so that was a game changer for me because I saw how much little money I needed. Mm-hmm. Like I probably only came to the table with like sixty-seven hundred dollars. So, th- how did you have the initiative to just go buy a house? Was it your dad was like, you should, did he give so, you his up? So no, so at the time, you know, I'm living in Brooklyn, I'm like irritated. And then when I was coming back here more and more, I was just like, Baltimore is a place I could buy a house. Mm-hmm. I can't, cause I was, tr- actually I, I failed to mention this. I was trying to get some properties in New York mm-hmm. before I left and it was impossible. I realized it was all, I was about to say something, but I don't want to get Kanye Wested. Go ahead. Or Kyrie. Please say it. <laughs> Those are like verbs it. now. Those nouns <laughs> have become verbs. For sure, for sure. I don't, <laughs> don't want to get Wested or Kyrie. Kyrie. <laughs> the case. But the case. <laughs> I learned something real quick in New York. All right, go ahead. Because now I really Unless you are Jewish, 
it's hard to buy property. You're not going to an auction and coming away with a property. That was one of my questions when you were saying about selling real estate in New York. I know it's super expensive for the smallest apartments. Well, I was renting apartments only. Okay, yeah. okay. So, but they still be high shit for the smallest spots. Though. Yeah, but that's why it was like lucrative because, you know, if okay. you charge a one month's rent or, and they would charge 15% of the yearly rent, which is uh -huh. some crazy high shit. That's like unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. But I would usually just charge people one month because I felt like that was my competitive advantage. I could okay, because they do can, more. With, they'd be more willing to do it for a exactly. Month. Okay, got you. Got exactly. You. All right, but exactly. go ahead though. You came home. But yeah, I came home and was like, I could buy here. Mm -hmm. I can't buy in New York, and so um, I just started doing some research. I had a friend. It all happened because I had a friend of mine. She was a realtor. We went out. We went to Topside. I remember. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, you should just, you should look into a house. She's like, I got a lender. You should get pre, you should see like what happens, get pre-approved. Mm -hmm. She gives me this guy's information. I send over my documents. And then that was just it. Like the ball just, but it wasn't like I was like in that moment, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go get a house right now. Mm -hmm. It was just like, well, she said get pre-approved. I'm gonna just see what I could get. And when I saw what I could get, I was like, oh, I could go get a house right now. So, so we started looking. So let me, I want, I, I hate to cut you off, but you I fine. really want to know this because I want you to finish that spill. But what, so my thing be with the houses and the apartments is like, if I see a slick ass, nice apartment yeah. versus the house, it's, I'm by myself, no kid, no nothing. You recommend the house because of the finance yes. or even with yes. the, all the amenities and all that, it's like still yes. go get the house. The reason why I say get a house, like in my case, you know, I was single mm -hmm. and no kids. Mm -hmm. It was me and my dog that moved into my house. And mm -hmm. I ended up getting a four-bedroom house, three bedrooms at the top and one in the basement. It's not like it's a huge house, but mm -hmm. it's a real home. Okay. But um, the, the things with the house, the financial breaks that you get, like just going through the numbers. I hear that too. I do hear that. Like, for instance, and I, I think, too, a lot of people, they don't talk about numbers enough when they talk about real estate. Like, mm -hmm. people are like, oh, I bought my house for 4% down. It's like, what, what number what is, was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, true, true. So true, that's why right, I try right. to share. Like, I it paid could be 4% of a million dollars. Yeah, I got Like, you. I came to okay. the table with, like, six grand because uh -huh. I got a grant from the city for 5000 so I didn't have to come with 11, I came with six. Mm -hmm. And I had a really good tax year that year. I okay. did, I had a real big um, tax return. Mm -hmm. So I took my tax return and um, was like, I'm gonna put this to a house. And then my mortgage, now that I've, re when I first bought my house, my mortgage was 1400. My mortgage is now 1100. Okay. Cause I refied in the pandemic. How long you been there? Four years. Okay. But what's also interesting about a house, like for two years straight, I looked, I was just getting like checks back because now this part, I'm not too sure. You, I can't speak to it like with details, but mm -hmm. I think I was overpaying in escrow or in something. So every time at the end of the year, I get like 1500 back. Or, and you don't have to do no work. They just send it. They just, I would, I would literally open the mail. Like, what's this? Like, oh, I got a check. Damn. Then when I did a refinance. When you do a refinance, I wouldn't have to pay my... I did two refinances. Mm. Each time I did it, I didn't have to pay my mortgage two months in a row. So that's saving a lot of money. Okay. Then you get the tax breaks where sure. you making... You know, you put on your taxes. You know, I own a home. You write off your insurance. You write off a lot of your expenses. Uh -huh. um, 
But even aside from all that, like eleven hundred for a four bedroom house. That's a steal. That's a steal. That's a steal. I ain't gonna tell you how much I'm paying for, for right. what I'm paying for. That's what I'm, I'm not, saying. <laughs> I'm not, but but And if you want the amenities, then get a condo. True. That's what the broad I think I wanna do. Get a condo. I think. And but then, I don't know. Yeah. I like I like I'm gonna say this and then I want you to go back to your story. I like if I stay here, I think I like I like Lutherville a lot. That area, like, like Towson, yeah, is that like that, Green Spring? Yeah, like yeah. in between Towson and I like yeah. that place to, to that area to have a house. But I, we'll get to that. Go ahead, so go back. And I there. think too, like one thing about the house part, like right now I'm going through a home equity line of credit, mm. a HELOC, mm. people call it. A home equity line of credit is basically when, like, I owe like 180 mm. on my house, mm. but the equity is at like 240. Okay. So you apply for a line of credit that's going to be like 90% of that. So I could get a home equity line of credit for, let's say, $40,000. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to use that money, but let's say something crazy happens. Yeah. Let's say I want to go buy another property. Mm-hmm. I could, and it's, it's a lower interest rate. It's probably like 5% interest. I could take advantage of that money. It's like you're able to get money that you wouldn't even have had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, not yeah, only yeah, that, yeah. your personal net worth. So right. like we don't mm-hmm. think of we rarely have to think about our personal net worth. But in what I do, I'm constantly like applying for properties and that's one of the first things they ask you, what are your assets mm-hmm. and your liabilities? Okay. So my assets are like a half a million dollars because I own property so i could go to a bank and say look i need you to give me two hundred thousand but here's some collateral if something goes horribly wrong okay you your borrowing power they're more willing to give it to you because you got guys exactly all right let's go back to the story so you came home you got the spot you got the house i forgot where we even were okay yeah yeah. so i got the spot and then i decided to start a company Mm. um it's called onyx development Mm -hmm. i wanted it to be something like black okay um so it's like kind of well it is after like the onyx crystal and And the rap group and the rap group. Every time I, I was tell people intent, this old, was- older like, and wait, wasn't Quinn from Moesha in that? Yeah, yeah, Fred yeah. Drill, yeah, yeah. Okay. You said and the rap, like <laughs> like you really went with that idea for the but no, I did not so. know about that. I know. Until, like, you ain't know who Onyx was? After. No, oh, but okay. weren't they a one hit one? I did some research. No, they, they did a lot of shit. Oh, they, right. But Slam was probably the biggest one. I thought they and was a one hit one. he played in Sunset Park. He played in a lot of shit. Yeah. But go ahead, though. Go ahead, though. Never mind me. Go ahead. <laughs> so I started this company in twenty late twenty eighteen, mm. and so now I just um, I find, as I mentioned, I just develop houses, but mm. it's hard. It's a hard business model here because our neighborhoods are so like I don't know the word like exhausted, and just our neighborhoods are just it's difficult in all areas. The good and the bad areas is. is- um so what i do most of my work is all in bad areas okay pretty much that's what you you want it to do that's just where the better deals are okay that's where i can i don't have a lot of like if you have a lot of money you can go to the good areas like Mm -hmm. hamden and say oh i'm gonna get that vacant house Mm -hmm. in hamden Mm -hmm. but for me i have to be in southwest baltimore or park heights or anywhere I can that's kind of the hood because that's where I can get a price. Right. That's where I can get a home for a cheap price. Okay. So how did you come up with the plan to this is what you're going to do? 
just um to be honest i was talking to somebody about that earlier today i just like was like oh i'm gonna if i knew what i then if i know now what i knew then, then wait did i say it right if, if you I, knew then what you know, know now, now yeah. <laughs> i may have been like hold on you <laughs> might need to take a step back and mm -hmm. figure this out right but i kind of just the same way with the house like i think a lot of times like the moment you take a leap of faith with something just go with it you look and then you're like well damn now i gotta do that like it's yeah. like your to-do list you just doing things on your to-do list and then yeah. you look and you're like oh now i'm like doing you're this. in too deep now so yeah like, that's yeah. kind of how it <laughs> happened no turning back. Yeah, it wasn't gotcha. like really that intentional it was just like doing things on my to-do list pretty mm -hmm. much gotcha okay so you you started your plan and then you got to work and then how did it what was the and you what year was this you say it started like 2019 2020 okay all right so you really really just getting off the ground for mm -hmm. real all right so then all right well tell me what happened next then once you got the ball rolling <laughs> once you get the ball rolling you just really see like you see why our city looks the way it does okay um why was that just i mean you know we have close to like twenty thousand vacant houses mm -hmm. And um, the reason why is because the numbers don't work. So like in my case, on I have a project on Gilmore Street. Mm -hmm. It's eight houses and uh, it's probably like 12 vacants on that block. And um, the first house just finished, but I, it was like 300K to do the first house. Okay. Now this is on Gilmore and Mulberry Street. You can't sell that house right but for so much yeah yeah nobody really nobody from baltimore is gonna be like oh let me get this house on gilmore and mulberry street for yeah. three hundred thousand dollars so typically that will go to somebody maybe somebody that's going down on university of maryland or something like that yeah okay. or or people from dc okay or people like from new you know any of these like you know east coast cities that they are priced out of and they trying to just find something cheap and getting yeah okay. so How they can you, either live in it or rent it out how you get the project, the Gilmore Street project? So I got it. Some of the houses I actually got for a dollar. I was going to ask you about that program. So, but it's not from the dollar house program. Okay, okay. But that tell, thing you, you can failed. tell me about that later? Not right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. That, that house kind of, that. I mean, I'm sorry, that program has totally, it's not, it doesn't really exist. It's not what they say it is. No, and but it doesn't exist. Okay. Like Nick Mosey was trying to pass a bill to get that it done. It didn't happen. But it didn't pass. Okay, to my okay. knowledge, I mean, it hasn't passed yet. I don't okay. know if it's still going through, whatever. But in my case, um, uh, I worked through a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. A lot of times our nonprofits here buy up, they're able to buy houses for a dollar. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So the nonprofit had the property. And then I came in as the developer for the nonprofit. And then they basically okay. just signed the houses over okay. to me. But but even if you get a house for a dollar, it doesn't make it still don't make sense because the three hundred thousand that I put into it is still not so offset. it ain't no dollar. And the three hundred thousand is only my construction costs. That's not including my insurance, my Damn. architect. I had to do like environmental studies where they test the ground. Like And you gotta pay for that. And you gotta pay for it. It's still a lot of other work that has to be done where does that money come from so um i have a grant from the state okay like five hundred thousand from the state if i didn't have that i wouldn't be able to do this okay. but that money came in first so i was able to use that money so i'd also do like a lot of grant writing okay. um like one thing i'll say like biden really did his thing 
with this American Rescues Plan Act because it's a lot of money for houses. Okay. That's coming up. It's like two million or something for Baltimore alone. Oh shit. Just for houses. So anybody could get that or developers. No, only like you have to be. You have to like apply for it. Okay. And and you gotta be a developer. Like I don't even know. Yeah, it's like it's like a tight process for that. So what you had to have credentials to be a developer or you could just come up with a company tomorrow? And yeah, say, you don't oh. really. It's not like you have like a certificate or okay. anything like that. Okay. It kind of is like self-appointed. But the difference between a developer and a flipper is like a flipper is able to go into Hamden or, you know, Canton or mm. Fed Hill um, kind of because they have the money to do so. Okay. Um, and because they're flipping it for such a, they're in such good neighborhoods and then they're flipping it. They know they're going to make their money. Mm -hmm. Whereas development, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like sometimes you don't even know if you're going to make your money. So if you don't, <laughs> what is the, what is the benefit of it? Well, for me, this is my first project. So okay. the next house I'll make money Okay. because I've learned so much. But <laughs> after this, I mean, I think about doing like apartment buildings and like doing stores, like, okay. you know, going into the commercial side of it. So that would be with that. So you are as a developer also considered an architect. Mm -mm. So Two the developer things. hires the architect. The architect is basically you have to hire an architect for everything you do. OK, but they're the one who knows like the code and like. You know, the what you can put. put. Yeah. So what do you give the architect? You just give him the I idea? I pay them. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I just pay them. <laughs> no, I, um, yeah, I give them, a, I tell them, like, I want the kitchen on this, you know, in the front of the house or the back. And of the they house. do the design. And, and I say how many bedrooms I want and okay. bathrooms. And then they tell me if that's possible. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So, um. When it comes to when it comes to that, so that's a partnership, basically. Y'all partner up, the developer and the architect. Well, yeah, I guess you could call it a partnership. Okay, so with that, with that goes in, into play. How do you do? You, what's your plan when it comes to that part of the project, or do you just strictly say, do you have your scheme of how you want certain stuff to look, or, or is it? Yeah, and it's like really tough because. Um, I definitely have my own, like, this is how I want things. Your style, your aesthetic and all that. Yeah. Okay. And even like, so when you're working with the architect, that's just like the layout mm -hmm. of the property. Mm -hmm. And so I am really particular on like how things are laid out. Um, just, you know, I think just being like a woman, you know, yeah, we know yeah. functionality. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, sometimes it's like, well, where is the pantry like where is a place like yeah where's a coat closet or like things right. like that right. um and then i do do all the interior design myself okay that's one because i don't want to pay somebody two that's like <laughs> the most fun part yeah me. i can imagine that i would yeah. imagine so could you be hired by someone to do interior yeah oh, yeah okay. i think i'm gonna start doing that because when i posted my first house um mm. a couple of people was like who designed these and i'm like me <laughs> and it's like i can make some nice little money on the yeah side, hell yeah it sounds like it it sounds like it well so what is your what is your plan like your ultimate goal your plan or your dream for the city with this with your development company i would say for the city to just like get its act together mm. and it's on so many 
I mean, like the city government needs to get its act together. Department of Housing needs to get its act together. What do you mean by that? Get it, get it's just it's challenging like you know there's a lot of things we have to go through like you have to get inspections and mm -hmm. permits and the city just doesn't have really the bandwidth to assist everyone okay so it slows your project up okay um and when i say like the city government i don't know really how they sh i just think i mean even today is really i found out today i don't know if you saw but the uh man in park heights that mm. was, mur I mean, five, like four people were murdered in Park yeah, yesterday I seen and that. today. I've seen that. A lot of people been. A lot of, and one of them is a house flipper, 24 years old, just Damn. went to check on his house and was killed. And so yeah, it's up. like everyone needs to get his act together. Yeah, From like the city yeah, needs to give yeah. people what they need so they're not out yeah. just committing crime. 24 years old. 24 years old. Yeah, like, that's crazy. it's just crazy. Yeah. So everybody, I think, needs... Because I think, too, we would have so much more investment here mm. if our crime wasn't so high. Right. Because people look at Baltimore like a place to come in for real estate, right? Like to, to buy houses and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, because they, they look at it that. as like the last of like the north, northern, northeastern cities okay. where you can get a good deal. Like, okay. And because all the other cities have gotten their act together. Like Detroit mm -hmm. used to be wow. And I think what happens is like you look at Detroit and Baltimore like we both were like heavy industry cities mm -hmm. that don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. So when these like industries left the city, so did the jobs. Yeah. And so did the houses. Right. Right. Like people abandoned their houses cuz they didn't have a job. And then redlining kind of started it started here. And it stopped, so, right? Or what? Well, I know they had that project, the Red Line project. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's different. You're, yes. Okay. Yes. So, right. But both of them are like tragic, like just tragic things has happened. So, redlining is when like back in, I guess this was like, I keep calling everything the 50s. We're just going <laughs> to stick with that. We're going to run with the 50s. All right. Go ahead. But um, basically when, it's basically where lenders would say here, they put an outline like literally redlined on a map, neighborhoods mm. where black people live. Okay. And they said, if you live in these neighborhoods, we don't want to lend to you, or mm. we're going to have different standards. So that's what created our all the neighborhoods that have been redlined. Like if you go to them today, they're all vacant. Like it's still oh, like Damn. the effects of racism is just like plaguing the city. And then you know, Elijah Cummings and so many people worked so hard to bring the red line to Baltimore and then Hogan just shut it down. But, you know, our transportation mm -hmm. sucks. Mm -hmm. So if I'm trying to tell somebody from D.C., oh, you should move to Baltimore, it's like, why, though? Yeah. Like, I can't take any trains. I can't take the bus. Like. So the mock train and all that, that don't count? But that's going from D.C. to Baltimore. Like within okay. Baltimore, oh, you can't like get on subways no subway. And shit, light rail yeah, you can't. Like what? It ain't safe. That's what you're saying. And it's not reliable. People say. I mean, I don't take any a, of them. It been a. I mean, that used to be my only way because I was coming from the county in the city. But I mean, it was consistent. But I mean, it ain't the. Well, that's good. It's better than New York. I'd say that. It's better than New York. I would think really? so. Really? New York. I would never take the train in New York. I know people say you it's should, not. but I I know that's the way to go. Yeah. But all that shit that be happening on the train, no, fuck that. I ain't. That's I ain't what, you, what you see on Instagram and like TikTok. Oh, so it's sweet. It's it's you can 
I'll tell you this: when I worked for that developer, that man was rich. Mm, he he took, took the train. I mean, everywhere it seems like went. everybody does that in New York. Yeah. That's the way. Like he you took gotta. The train, that's why I could never post. live in New York. I'm not with all that. I like all to drive yeah. and get where I'm going on my own. I don't. But the bus is horrible. I know for a fact that the buses are horrible in the city. Yes, Baltimore. because I walk my dog mm. and I take him on like a 30 minute walk. And every time I'm walking back, I see the same people on the bus stop <laughs> from when I left at the house. I'm like, damn, I if I was that. taking a bus, you really would have to leave like early. So and yeah. that's just like what kind of peace of mind, what kind of comfort? Yeah. Could you? I don't know. I, I, I might got push back <laughs> on that. I can't really too much because I don't know. I haven't been on public transportation in so Me long. Either. But I didn't. I, I never really up. had no. I ain't had no issues with with none of that though. But I guess it might be different when you're from here though. Like I don't know. But I, I feel like I never had no. But I, I never really. I rarely took the bus. I probably could count on my hand many times. But the subway. I always sit the subway. Well, it's good to hear that the subway. But that was then, though. I don't know. Right. Then, but, I don't know. <laughs> but I don't think it's that bad. I just know when I think of New York, I'll be like, yo, I do not fuck that. But even like like when you think of like when you go to Philly, when you go to DC, when you go to Atlanta, like you can hop on a subway. Okay. You're not telling okay. nobody here, oh, go take the subway from Johns Hopkins up to Rogers Avenue. Like when have you ever directed someone via subway? Because most people drive here, though. But people drive in Atlanta, people drive in Philly, people drive in those places. There? But yeah, and they still uh, take public, public transportation because oh, okay. it's nice and it's reliable and it's okay. quick. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say it's nice, but mm, so True. I, I guess, guess you got it. It's nice I guess you got me with that. <laughs> as nice as a train could be. It ain't no Amtrak. It ain't no Acela. Uh, true, but it's, true. <laughs> it's a little something, something. Okay, got you. So um, I don't even remember what the initial... I know, like we, 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 I think we was one. just talking about like the city. Oh, you asked me what was my what, yeah, 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 yeah. What, yeah, what yeah. would be like my vision? Um, yeah, I would just say for like everybody to get its act together, everybody mm -hmm. to take some ownership. Like people need to stop littering. Like that's yeah. something I really don't understand. But what about your vision for your company oh, for the city? That's okay. what I'm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm like trash is an issue. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, my vision. I don't know. I feel like it constantly changes. I want to be able to look back and say, like, I've built a part of the city. Okay. So, like, today I was at our house, and um, I'm not Tebow Mannequin is the person who, he was the developer of our house. Mm -hmm. But he also developed the whole Remington. Okay. That so, area. I like Remington. Yeah. He basically like created, as you know, Remington was not a thing when we were younger. Nah. But he did all that starting in year like 2011, I want to say. Making it more upbeat or whatever. He just bought up a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, so he he bought up a lot of the houses and mm -hmm. renovated them. Mm -hmm. And then he bought up a lot of the commercial spaces and mm -hmm. like had a city planner to like really plan how like the flow of traffic, like mm -hmm. really built okay. a little city within a city. Okay. So I would love to do something like that. Yeah, that's slick. I like the idea of that. I like like the stores, idea. like yeah. a whole little ecosystem where people can just walk out and go get food or um, just like have a nice place to live. Green space, like all that. What's your ideal place for that? If you could anywhere in the city or in the, yeah. I mean, the, thing, the place that needs it the most, I think two places are Southwest Baltimore and Park Heights. Okay. Southwest, Southwest would be Baltimore. like the village and all that, like embassy. No, what I what I mean by Southwest is like um, Pratt Sandtown. Street. 
Okay, so they got you. Okay, okay. Yeah, like down yeah. there. Like, it's yeah. just, they could really use it. Cause yeah. Because that's not too far from where my houses are. And it's just. Okay. It's just nothing over there. Like, yeah, yeah. True, true. And people shouldn't have, you shouldn't have to have a lot of money to be able to have a nice grocery store. Or even like, I was watching this little kid walk up the street and it was just nothing but vacants. And I'm like, that's playing a role on his psyche, whether he knows yeah. it, we For know sure. it. For sure. You know? You become a product of your environment. And you think this is what it is. Like, exactly. this is all we got. So, Like, you should have beautiful houses yeah. and murals. And, you know, you shouldn't have to just walk and feel like you're in a third world country. Yeah, true, true. I, I was, It was one video I seen on Instagram. I think it was one of those Baltimore pages. Um, and it was it was a white girl that was in she was in the hood she was walking around I, I forgot what the narrative was they was talking about but they was basically saying like she was saying in every neighborhood it's supposed to be uh like a market or a food yep. store in certain a certain uh per, um i forgot the word she used but a certain amount and a certain amount of space that is supposed to be in in, in every area so yeah, she was like it wasn't like the closest one was this far from this place and all this other. She basically was pointing all this shit out. Exactly. And they didn't have the stuff that we need in our that stores to really, yeah, to really make a difference. Even like the way I went to the shop, right? Is it a shop, right? In Mount Clair Junction, like I had to run over there one day for something. And I can't remember what I got. But I just remember whatever I got, it was like stale when I opened it up. Yeah. But it's because it's a grocery store in the hood. They don't, yeah. you don't find that. Even me, I live in Northeast Baltimore. Mm. I don't like the giant on 33rd Street. Mm. I like the giant on 41st Street. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. it's just a lot of like. Yeah. And that's expected because shit go down at that one over. over right. There. Yeah, so, <laughs> right. So, but you want to go, and it's, it's sad that we got to feel like that, but you want to go where you're comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. You want to go where you're comfortable. It's like it's, all intertwined. I like, think uh, when you get in a commercial, one place I think really got so much potential, and I always said every time I ride past that whole Howard Street part, when you pass, like, yeah. that parent, how, parent, uh, Plant Parenthood is and all that, yep. all that old shit used to be at. I think all that whole strip got so much But potential. that's coming up. Like, I know um, a good friend of mine. I should use this time to highlight some developers. I Please know. do. So, um, there's Alex Aaron of Blank Slate. Mm. He's doing a project over there. And these are all young black people. Okay. Alex went to Howard, um, but he's probably mid-30s. Okay. Then there's um, so also another person I know work, working on Howard Street, Chris Mfume. Mm -hmm. He's quite Sam Fume's son. Okay. He's also mm -hmm. our age probably. Mm -hmm. um, and he has a big, he has a big uh, what what they call LIHTC um, low-income housing tax credit. So that's going to be a big project. Okay. Um, then there's like people like Dave Bramble who's like the goat of real estate development mm -hmm. in Baltimore. Um he has some stuff over there. And then Jason Williams is also a friend of mine. He um, is also working on the 400 block. Okay. So if, I'm sure in like two years, that's going to look totally different. I hope so. I hope so. It got so much. It's, yeah. it's, it's so, it's, they trashed it real bad, but it, it got so much potential to yeah. be how it is. Because when you look at the old pictures of how it used to be, yep. it looked like. That was what the, that was downtown okay like that's what like even my father was like that was we didn't call 
like the harbor downtown. Oh, okay. that like part it was, was like downtown. when you go downtown, okay. you go to Howard Street. Okay, okay. Um, I can imagine that. Yeah. Because it looked like that in all the old it looked like it was live, like it was lit down there. And even like Pennsylvania Avenue was like yeah, that's such a that like the historic shit Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so much history. Yeah, like all mm. the big artists like went to the yep, avenue. Yep, I heard that too. Definitely heard But that. it's like when you look at the avenue now, it's just like it's the hood. It's, it's the know. hood and it's Park trenches. Heights. Like everything is just so. Like I was thinking about Park Heights Avenue from um, Cold Spring up to like Belvedere, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And it's like I remember when I used to be in high school and I would take the bus up to my grandmother's house up mm-hmm. on Park Heights Avenue, mm-hmm. and it just looks exactly the same when mm-hmm. I was in high school yeah. as it does now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's just like, why aren't there yeah. just like nicer stores right yeah. there? Yeah. Like, why that can't got we... potential too? Yeah, that the has a lot Park of potential. Yeah, the old Park Heights. Really. I didn't notice, but I was at this meeting the other day, and they said that there used to be an Eddie's on um, Park Heights Avenue. The market, Eddie's market. Yeah, yeah. Park Heights and um, like. A hood intersection, though. Like, what we now know is a hood intersection. <laughs> okay. It I was an Eddie's either. Market. I didn't know that. Because, you know, they they do have all the Jews in Park Heights. Yeah, yeah, Jew but... town. Yeah. <laughs> Cross the street is a whole other world. Exactly. <laughs> but it's crazy. it's just a lot of parts of town that I think of that, like, we could do so much better. But I just feel like it can't all be on the developer. Like, the city. They got to work with They got to give some money. Yeah, true. Or else it's going to stay the same way that it, it looks now. So is that is that a thing that's like everything else? Like when you say stop violence, the city, the police, the city, I do stuff about violence. Like, well, how? And, and you could say this a million times and yeah. nothing changed. So is, the same, is it the same with development? Are they ever, is this something people can do for it to change? Or is it like yeah, that's they probably won't? like a good question. I think in development's case, um there are things that can be done to change it and i think the city just needs to like get out of its own way sometimes so that that can be done but i mean i think about crime i even think of like people like like the mayor like i'm like i don't know how you could do like a good job in people's minds yeah i I always see that it seems impossible to what you said what are you supposed to yeah and even like i mean i do feel like though like the crime um commissioner or whatever mm-hmm. it is like well you are hired to like fix the crime true so but it is like how do you even fix crime i don't even know where you start i don't know where you <laughs> i start. don't know where you start with that like it seemed like an impossible feat it does but yeah. what i do think is that maybe if you create jobs yeah for sure maybe if you um and what also happens is in all these blocks you look at Sandtown, you look at Park Heights, mm-hmm. they have nothing but vacants. So that's also, it makes it easier, as we know, for crime to just happen. Like, yeah. drug dealers can post up. You don't, you obviously, we all know, you're not seeing drug dealers in Roland Park, Hamden. Right. Like, yeah. in occupied parts of town, you're not seeing drug dealers posted up. So what do you do with the vacants? What should, what should be done? I think that there should be money given to the people that can renovate the vacants, and then there should be money given to the people that can buy the vacants. Okay. So that way, it's like everybody's kind of getting financial assistance. Yeah. To help solve this problem, but mm-hmm. like also when you think about the wealth gap, like they say the average black per- family has twenty four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And the average white family has like I think like a hundred and twelve. 
And it's just like, that's crazy. When you and then I found this statistic that said like almost half of your net worth is derived from you owning real estate. So everybody needs to own something. So until we own real estate, we're not gonna be, we're not gonna have that net worth. So do you plan on teaching this other than this to the people? Yeah, I love to talk about real estate. I love to wait. You saying? Hold on. Real what? estate and that whole game about because you saying that people need to own stuff, but when people don't know what to do, where to go, how to get it. I I do this thing where like I always tell people like I'll meet with anybody. Okay. I'll talk to anybody. Okay. Like my cell phone number. I have these big signs I put up on my houses. Like my cell phone number is. On, I'm not afraid to like give out my cell phone number kind mm-hmm. of thing. Okay. Um, you wouldn't do like uh, seminars or nothing though. Yeah, I would. I would love to do. I mean, I teach a little class. Uh, I shouldn't call it a little class, but it's to um, ages 14 to 22, mm-hmm. and it's through this organization called Heart Smiles. Okay. Um, Joni at Heart Smiles is doing amazing things, but I teach that. And actually, today I was at the reason I was at our house was I met with one of the students. from the class that i taught and me and her just we always i keep in touch with a lot of them and she's like can we go out to eat and i was like sure but um even with her she's in high school she's like i have um she's like i have like ten thousand dollars and i'm trying to figure out what to do with it Mm -hmm. and i'm like you so smart to already be asking these kinds of questions yeah super like you're already way ahead of the game right (laughs) (laughs) i'm like the fact that you're even asking that just shows like how far salute to her yeah advanced you are but um so i do teach that class but other than that like i would love to teach to like adults you know yeah i think i just don't know where to start just get a, a venue put yeah. a fly up and that rest is gonna do itself that's true but where for the people who don't know how could they get in into that for the kids that want to be a part of what you just said is it anybody can join that? yes any uh well you got to be 14 to 22 mm-hmm. and then um you apply through heart smiles inc okay um i'd have to find out i think if you i'm sure they have like a website okay. but i'd have to find out what the process is to get into that but i definitely was like heavily average because then oh i gotta i can't leave before i, I like mm-hmm. say this if you have any elderly people in your family mm-hmm. do not let them sell their house i remember you said that on your, your post too why is that because here i'm gonna just speak from experience mm-hmm. in my family a certain side of my family didn't know what i was doing mm-hmm. and so um a grandmother, she passed away. They sold her. She lived on Monroe Street. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Mm-hmm. The trench. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't got to say it. But it <laughs> so they sold her house for 5000 mm. I know the person they sold her house to. Wow. He's a flipper. Uh-huh. He has commercials on TV. He was happy as shit. He took the house. He wholesaled it. So he basically did a quick flip on it for mm-hmm. 40,000. Mm-hmm. Damn. And now somebody is like renting that house out. They renovated it and now they renting it out probably doing section 8 
probably, you know, they're not paying any mortgage on that house. He got 35 out of it. He that. got, the, like, so many so many people made money off of this transaction. Damn. And it's just like, I was like, what? Like, I wish somebody would have, I wish I would have been more, you know, sometimes we don't feel like we are telling, like, I don't know, I just wasn't like, hey, guys, I'm in real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they didn't know, but... Mm -hmm. um, but people, so a lot of people... Will like if the if the elderly passes something like that, they yeah. try and get rid of it. So they'll give it up for whatever if they don't for know whatever. nothing better. Yeah. When it's so. just like as young people, you could say, "All right, let me get the house for five thousand. Yeah, yeah. And even if you don't know where to start, just move in. Take it. Yeah, yeah. move in. Yeah. You could. There's also what's called like a two hundred three k loan where you can get a loan to do the construction in the house, mm -hmm. and then you live in it. Like you get paid to fix it up, kind of thing. But it's all completely doable, but I think a lot of times we just be like, oh, well, like I was watching um, This Christmas, was that the holiday movie I was watching? And they were like trying to sell the grandmother's house, or no, they were trying to sell the cleaner company, mm -hmm. but that was, the husband was, all right, that's a long story. <laughs> but a lot of times it's just like, well, let me make a quick dollar, let me yeah, sell yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you want to take your time. But you got to like think a little longer term and at least let you be the one making the money off yeah, of the inner family yeah, than the stranger, a stranger. Right, right, right. So much, so much money can be made. So for the people who don't like me, yep. speaking for me, the people who, like I told you, paying whatever amount for rent in the apartment, like I said, single, no, I ain't got no pet, no nothing. It's just me. So if my thing is the pros and cons, whenever I look at, apartments and houses like I, i'm sure i don't know for sure but of course everybody always say it's better to get a part a house because you're paying all this money all this money in rent you can end up yeah. on it my mind goes to the 30 years shit and it's like all right well 30 years i'm That's probably not far. even gonna be yeah, yeah i'm not probably yeah. not even gonna want to stay there no more that and then it's a the thing of you know the amenities the the yeah. um you know if something breaking the house is all on you yeah. type of shit yeah. and then um just not really necessarily needing that much space but yeah i know like you said you know like you that rent you saying is crazy but for the people who don't know before i ask this are you still doing the um realtor i mean uh like no oh, okay you're done with mm -hmm. that all right so for the people who don't know what is the information or what is what is uh pros and cons of getting the spot of in the getting house a, and yeah. yeah especially like in, in your case in, in anybody's case who's like lives alone and like, and sometimes it's like, I don't even know if I want to be here. There's a, and I've heard people say like, mm. I've heard people say everything from like, well, that house is not yours. Cause you owe the bank. And it's just like, I don't give a fuck about that. You ain't yeah, going to own an apartment whole, either. So it ain't, right. ain't no point. Right. Like, people okay, got too well, much your car is not yours either. Ego like, shit. Yeah. Mean? It's yeah. all ego shit. I don't but care about that. I would say, um, the pros and the cons are, one, if you don't want a lot of space, mm -hmm. you can get a condo or mm -hmm. you can get a smaller house, mm -hmm. especially in like, you know, down there by like the stadium and stuff. Like a lot of those houses are really skinny. Yeah. So you get a little two bedroom, a little something quaint. Mm -hmm. If you're the person who doesn't even know if you want to be here 10 years from now, mm -hmm. um, I can guarantee you your mortgage is going to be less than what you could rent it out for. So you can hire a property manager and they manage the property. Um, and another thing like this, this ties into the person who also thinks about 30 years being far away. You can always sell it. True. Like you can always sell it. Um, 
And the thing is, is that, I mean, right now we don't know what's going to happen with this recession, but it all goes up and down and it always like comes back. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's, it's, it's better to be in a position of like, oh, I got this like asset on my hands that I don't know what to do with. Okay. You know, eventually you can do something. You could Airbnb it. True, true. You could hit up a cousin. You could, like, I would love to get to a point where I'm so wealthy that, like, I'm saying to my little cousins, all right, well, I got a spot you could stay in rent free because I've already paid it off type thing. So it's also helpful for, like, generational, generational wealth. That's another thing. Like, I've never, a lot of times with black people, we don't have, when our grandparents pass away, mm-hmm. we don't get a check. Like white nah. people, it's like, oh, I have a trust fund. Yeah. We don't have we that. Shit. But we could at least have a house. True. An asset. Yeah. Right. So um, the the part about when you said you got, you only had to come to the table with that 6000 mm-hmm. how do other people know or be, have the, the opportunity to, to come with that to little bit that. of money? So, um so there's a program called there's a lot of city programs out there um what i should do is like put together at least a list of these programs that Please i can post on my page even if you send it to me because yeah. i'm gonna get every i ain't gonna lie i'm gonna get on top of this shit now like for real and and look this stuff tomorrow up. like this week whenever so you some do. of them there's this thing one thing called vacant to value vacant to value is what i got okay it has nothing to do with your income and it just means that the house that you bought was vacant for a year prior to you buying it. Mm-hmm. So in my case, the house was vacant, and it's meaning funny. no one was living there. Yeah. Okay. And it's funny because um, my neighbor tells me all these stories about the family that lived there before me. And at one point, I was like, I don't want to know those stories. Like, you you kind of creeping me <laughs> it out. Was horror right stories. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, the kid was real weird. Like he kept saying that, and I'm like, okay. They white people. Or they were black people. I'm, your neighbors black or white? My neighbors are black. Oh, okay. all my neighbors so are black. They kept it real. Yeah, oh, okay. and that's why I'm like, just, just stop telling me. I didn't even ask you for this. But so, um, in my case, the house was vacant. Uh-huh. In anybody's case, if you're how and what happens is um if anybody's out there looking for a house right now, you could call a phone number mm-hmm. and you give them the address and they tell you if it's on the link or not. There's also a website you can check okay. to see if uh, you can find like any list of vacant houses. Mm-hmm. Um, two, there's something called Live Near Your Work. So like Johns Hopkins, University of Maryland, Baltimore, Mm. if you work for any of those entities, you can get like 15,000 down, Mm. which is a ton of money. Okay. Um, And then they have some that are more income based. So if you make less than like 60K, Mm -hmm. you can get like $20,000. But I don't know if they still have funding for that right now. But that's what I'm saying where the city needs to do its part because a friend of mine called me today Mm -hmm. and was like, oh, they say that the funding is like ran out. And I don't know if they're renewing it January 1. Yeah. But the city has to do its part to like incentivize first time home buyers. Yeah, true. true, And then like the FHA. So there's something called the, um, so, you know, you have Freddie Mac, Fannie Mac. um, And so you can get a loan where you're only putting 3.5 down of the house. Okay. So if you get a house for 200,000, that's, um, 
six that's around like six seven thousand and then you have your closing costs so that could take you like up to eleven but um you know if you could get a grant to help you with that that's way less money help. yeah is the in all of this stuff is generally 90 percent. if anybody applies they'll get this type of stuff yeah it's not like it's not really it's it's only based on and it's based on cycles like funding cycles so i know the city gets a lot of their money in the summer mm -hmm. um but if you hit them on the cycle you can get it just as well as anybody and then there's something called house hacking mm. like um a lot of people start with that that's when you get a home you only get the 3.5 down like one time in your life mm -hmm. some there is like a loophole but i don't know i don't really know too much about that but mm -hmm. you get a 3.5 down once in your life so what some people say to do is to get a house that has like like kind of like this what we're in now that you can have like three units in it mm -hmm. you especially for someone if you want a smaller space if you like you know you don't need that much space mm -hmm. you live on the first floor you rent out the second mm -hmm. And okay. then essentially that rent is going to be paying your mortgage. Right. So you're right. living for free. Yeah. Yeah. I had a um, diamond, the girl diamond that was on it. She, we did this like one of my first few episodes. She, she got into selling real estate and she got a condo that she talked about. No, a duplex mm -hmm. down on um, Cannes. It's a, it's a whole story about that. But she, she basically had the part of the deal where she had to live in it. Yeah, you have time. to live in it. And then, yeah, typically you have to live in it for like five years, I think. I think it might have been two or five. Two or five? Yeah. One, I, I can't remember so long ago, but yeah. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, she she broke that down. I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that. Yeah, the house hacking is a big thing. Sometimes I... I mean, in my case, in my case, I was coming from living in an apartment, mm -hmm. so I was just like, I'm tired of, you know, yeah. it didn't work for me. Right. But if I could do it all over again, maybe I would like do some house hacking or I, or I would have like started earlier. Yeah. But there's a lot of um, and then there's also like lease to own programs. Right. I'm not the most knowledgeable mm -hmm. on them, but for some people you could like lease a house and then that's after like three years that house just rolls into a mortgage okay okay kind of thing my niece told me the other day she lives in Towson she uh -huh. bought a house in Towson she's like 24 mm -hmm. and she was like yeah it's a lease to own and I'm like I gotta hit her up because I need to figure out like what this deal yeah. is I don't understand it yeah so is it do you know if the programs and, and benefits are the same for the county or you ain't too sure about that? I'm not sure about the county. The city has a lot of programs because mm. they're trying to bring people back right. to right. the city. So right. I'm not quite sure about the county. But I think, and then there's something called NACA, mm. uh, National, mm, I don't know, <laughs> the ACA. We'll figure it out later. But, <laughs> but I know they have an office right off of Howard Street, mm. um, right on Franklin Street. Mm. And they... Um, they also have a lot of like good resources and like grants and down okay. payments and like all that good. So stuff. a lot of stuff you feel like if we go look and we'll find it, but people don't look. Yeah, and I feel like people don't have anybody to point them in the right direction. True. So like sometimes I'll just um, that's why I tell people like to, yo call me and you need to do that seminar. I know, I know I or do. some kind I of do. thing to I give do. up that game. I do put it on event brand. Yeah, because people people are definitely. I feel like people definitely come, but hopefully this would be the. I know the, this to could get be the you launch. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna push it because this type of stuff, 
And that's why I hollered at you ASAP as soon as I seen it. Like, I ain't even, to be honest, I didn't even listen to the whole thing. <laughs> right, but right. when I when I reached out to you, I went back yesterday and listened to it. But because I always wanted to, if people don't know stuff or if it's there and people yeah. not sure where to get it, the information, I want to do my part. And plus, like I said, I want to know my damn self. And you're doing your part. And it's funny because I was I was telling um, the girl that was in the class earlier, she's like, well, what's the name of the podcast? And I'm like, we need answers. And she was like, damn, that sounds good. Like, <laughs> Shout like, out to her, man. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's like we do. Like the people need answers yeah, to that so was many the, stuff. Right. And that was the whole, and that real shit, that's how I came up with the, the title. Like that's yeah. a part of how I came up with the title. I see this every few episodes my first eight was about shit that we know we talk about but we really don't know the real deal about yeah. so this yeah. is the type yeah. of shit like yeah. like i my and it's similar to what you were saying like my father you know street guy he always it was a lot of stuff him and um other people also like my other elders they tell you a lot of stuff but they don't like it's not they don't necessarily they never necessarily lived it yeah. To give you the game yeah. about it. It's like, all right, yeah, Everybody's get a doing house. the best they can, right. but it's like, yeah. And he's like, get a house, but it's like, all right, give me some more information. Why? Why yeah. should I? Or, or yeah. what? And all they say is, you spend all this money on rent with the apartment. I'm cool. If I can afford right. it, then why right. would I trip? Right. But then it's, it's more than that. It's not it's about you can that. just afford it's, it. So It's more than that. And yeah. I think, too, like, the, oh, and then about the 30-year thing, because I've had people be like, 30 years so what one thing that was like blew my mind is that if you make one extra mortgage payment a year mm -hmm. that saves like five like i think six is seven mm -hmm. it saves seven years on your mortgage oh shit. so like every time i get a tax return like mm -hmm. i always go back to tax return because that's like the one time of the year mm -hmm. well now i no longer get taxes but mm -hmm. when i was getting tax returns um I would be strategic with that money. And yeah. a lot of times I'd put one extra payment to my mortgage. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of things you can do where even if you pay $20 extra a mm -hmm. month, mm -hmm. it's not going to be a 30 year mm -hmm. mortgage. Okay. And gotcha, God gotcha. willing, we all going to be here in 30 years yeah. from now anyway. Yeah. When I said that part, I didn't mean not being here. I meant, <laughs> like, I meant not being <laughs> in Maryland or, or Baltimore. Yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. Like, that's But the I mean. dope part is think about this, like 30 years from now, so I'm 32. So mm -hmm. 30 years from now, I'm 52. Mm -hmm. I'd have a house that's totally paid off. True. So if True. I put a tenant in there for 2000 a month, I'm making 2000 yeah. a month. Yeah. Yeah. Disposable income kind of. Yeah. That's yeah. mailbox money. Yeah. Like. Mailbox money. <laughs> Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. <laughs> so um, <laughs> uh, another question I had was if anybody wanted to get involved with development, Strictly the development part. Yeah. What would you say? Like, what? How was, do you start? Yeah, I would say, um, mm, yeah, that's a good question. I would say, you feel like you got your start because you coming from a, a background with your, your the real estate company and your dad. That was kind of yeah, like you had an but, angle to go into that. But I would say, um, I don't know. I feel like also me buying my house. Okay. Triggered a lot. Okay. okay. Um. So, like, no, there's no kind of patience you learn until you're under contract on a house. Okay. And no kind of like it. it's, it's a just, long process, right? Yeah, and it could be. I mean, it could be like thirty days, but it's mm -hmm. one of those types of things where like 
you got to have your phone close by because, <laughs> you know, things are moving. And yeah. at any moment they could call you and like, I'm in close. I have a buyer for this house. And um, they called me yesterday with some like some bad news. And I'm just like, well, I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens, you know, mm -hmm. whether this goes through it, whether it doesn't. But I feel like my experience of going through the process myself mm -hmm. helps me now when I'm yeah. selling a house yeah. to be like, well, you know I know anything could happen until we get to the closing table. Yeah. Nothing is solidified. So, yeah. but I would say if you want to get into development, I would say start with just like an investment property. Like, okay. start with either a house for yourself, start with like a house hacking. Or if you already own a house, like try to get a second house. Mm. Um, but in terms of like how to start a development company, and it's so weird because even though I I did it, it's like it's not that I don't know how I did it, but it just um, I guess to say you get an LLC, that's where you could start. You get your EIN, mm -hmm. and then you network. I found I found the answer. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm on track. Now. I'm like, how would I? How would you do this? I forgot. Okay, so for the whole first two years, I just networked. Okay. I went to every single housing event that there was, mm -hmm. and I um, basically just met people, met people, met people. Mm -hmm. So when the time came that I knew someone that had properties, they were like, "You want these properties?" And I was okay. like, "Yeah," but okay. it was after years of like like fostering relationships, like checking gotcha. in with people, following up with people. Like, did you get pushback or everybody was more like friendly and giving up? Information? I was shocked how friendly everyone was. Okay. And that was one of the things that really drew me here. Mm. And I think that, I think I would even go as far as to say that, like, I think our whole entrepreneurship community is pretty like punch like that. Yeah. I would say that. I right. Would agree. Like, I would isn't agree. It, like I would agree. it's not a lot of, even though mm. you and somebody could be doing the same thing. It's not like, Yo, yeah. I gotta beat this man. You For the know? most part, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. more than what you would think. It's more than what you yeah. would think. More than what you would and think. so I had so many people, and this is why I always say, like, I always will give out my number, because I had so many people. I remember it's this one guy, his name is Sharif Small. Mm -hmm. I gotta shout out Sharif. Sharif has a building on 25th Street because mm -hmm. he's an accountant mm -hmm. and he's a developer. Mm -hmm. And um someone gave me a list of people to call, mm -hmm. and Sharif was on that list. And Sharif and I would talk for like a, like a year straight, like it might be 30 minutes here, it might be an hour. Mm -hmm. And it got to the point where I remember one day I was um, at an Orioles game, like in a suite with somebody and somebody came in and they were like, yeah, this is Sharif Small. And I'm like, Sharif? But I'm like, we never met. <laughs> oh, you never met in person. But we had okay. been on, the, I mean, he had like just given me so much free information. That's what's up. That's for like up. over a year that's and without up. even ever seeing like yeah, ever yeah, meeting yeah and, and that's so, the most valuable thing information is most important exactly. valuable money sometimes so exactly yeah. and it's certain things that people said to me like when i took on gilmore street i was like oh i need to get a partner and mm -hmm. i'll never forget this lady said to me she's a developer she was like why you need a partner mm -hmm. and i was like because i don't i don't know what i'm doing and she's like girl Go to the bank, get a loan, <laughs> get an architect, get a contractor. Right. Simple. And I was that. like, okay. It was that simple? But it was, I mean, it was, it's difficult, but it was that simple. Those steps is just. Those steps yeah, was okay. it. Like. Wow. So I think sometimes like we don't realize like how simple our words are. Yeah. Yeah. True. You know, you true, tell somebody like, true. well, you know, just do this. You get more scared to do it when they act, when, and you really just, just got to do it. Exactly. Exactly. You was intimidated by that project? 
Yeah. I, I mean, for a while, I almost had like imposters. Like, I didn't think it was my project. Okay. Even though they told me it was my project, mm. we hadn't signed anything. Mm. So I sat on the project for like six months. Because right. I was just like, well, I don't, I don't know. They said it was mine, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I don't know nothing. So I sat on the project for like six months. And then um, once I got started, though, I, I did get started. And what's funny is I could host my first event at the house because the house is staged see it's coming all together i know it's coming right? all just, together <laughs> i just it's had that like light bulb moment yeah, real shit. but um gotta do but it. i do have if anybody's interested in buying a house i do have another house in park heights mm. that should be done in like the next three weeks or so okay and then i have a house in holland's market coming okay. up but um I haven't started it yet, but I should be starting soon. But I'm is, waiting on the city, actually, on that house. Is this, um, I'm sure you enjoy it, so you might not say it is, but is it is this a hard career? Like, is it, yeah. is it tough? Yeah. It, oh, okay. It's two things I always say about this, is I'm like, so technically, I have not, you don't get paid in development until you sell a house. Okay. So even though I have a bunch money. of properties... You ain't make nothing to tell you. I haven't made a dollar. I haven't paid myself a dollar. Even mm. though I've made, I have like the bank account for the business may have well over six figures. Mm. I haven't touched any of that money for myself. And you shouldn't. Um, In you, my case, I feel like I shouldn't because I feel like that's for that property. Okay. So, so I feel discipline. like, yeah, you got to have <laughs> discipline. And what I've done in my case is I have a bunch of like part-time jobs. I do a lot of real estate consulting. I okay. do real estate consulting for other um, companies. Okay. So, but it's tough because then I got a million jobs to pay for myself. Mm -hmm. And then I have a whole company that has a bunch of houses that needs attention as well. So that's one part of it that's stressful. Um, but I say all the time, I'm like, this is the only thing I'd ever do for free. Because right. I've been doing it. it for free for all this time. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else I could do. And you only do stuff for free if you love it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and then that's when it's not work. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, I'm still that person, like, I hate Mondays, like, <laughs> maybe like, oh, you do what you love, you don't gotta work. No, it's still work, but it's So what just, does your day-to-day -day look like? I start my day really early. Um, so usually, I'm on my laptop, like, seven. I'm up working. Um, my day is usually a million to I try not to take any meetings on Mondays or Fridays. Mm -hmm. So that means Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I just like crazy days Prime. and just like every 30 minutes, it's a meeting or an hour. It's a meeting phone call meetings, phone call Zoom. in person. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so my day to day is like typically it's talking to the architect. It's talking to the contractor a million times. Like today I got to the point where I told the contractor, like, unless it's about this certain house, mm -hmm. don't call me. <laughs> like, I need you to text me. You can email me. Yeah. But he sometimes just likes to call to talk about stuff. And I'm like, I'm not, today's not the day for that. <laughs> so like venting. No, but oh. like, he'll be like, yeah, with that other property, we need to look at, and it's just if like it that other property is not me. on my gotcha. to-do list today. Okay. Okay. So talking to contractors, talking to the lender, trying to get this deal closed. Mm -hmm. um, I still go to a lot of outreach events. Mm -hmm. This morning I did a tour of the house 
that's um, finished. Mm -hmm. Then I did, um, I met up with the girl, my, my friend from mm -hmm. like- The program. From the program. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, it's not all work, 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 work. I mm -hmm. also met, I have a financial advisor. Mm -hmm. I have my two to 3 p.m. today was with them. Mm -hmm. So it's not that it's, but typically my day is from like 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. to like 6 p.m. And sometimes it goes to like 8 p.m. Okay. Um, so I try to squeeze in some personal stuff in between. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you plan on going commercial? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think that's where the money is. Yeah. I, I agree. And I, I would think that's where you really could show off your creativity with that. Yeah, yeah. I think, and I think it's like, that's needed just as much as these houses. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's going to take some time for like the city to figure out what they need to do on their part yeah. to really make like shift the needle yeah you gotta really start putting your feet on their neck i know All i had a conversation everybody you name so it's funny because literally today i the tour that i had uh he was like can i ask you to start hosting like monthly meetings with all the developers you know mm -hmm. and he's like if y'all just even come up with a list of things that y'all need mm -hmm. to do your jobs better mm -hmm. that's a start that you could take true, you know true um you think they'll do it? The developers or the city? Developers. The developers would do it. Okay. The developers would do it. Because um, we all we all definitely have great relationships. Like So some of the other developers, I love um, Joanna O'Hara. She's like, I called her at like 7.30 yesterday. She has O'Hara Development. Mm -hmm. She's in East Baltimore. But I called her at like 7.30 yesterday because I know she's going to be up too because mm -hmm. she's mm -hmm. in this industry where okay. it's like okay. you, you, it's an early industry kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, there's Armstead Jones. That's my guy. Mm -hmm. We also just talk, like, I'll call him and we'll be on the phone for like an hour and a half just like shooting the shit. Mm -hmm. um, who, he works a lot with Dean Harrison. Dean Harrison is amazing. He's um, a little more seasoned, mm -hmm. as I would say. Mm -hmm. But Dean is just like the most like suave and like, calm but knows his stuff <laughs> okay. kind of guy he's over in upton they're mm -hmm. doing like 30 40 units in upton okay and then there's uh brie jones with parody homes mm -hmm. she's just like killing it um she's killing it she's in southwest baltimore and she's um, she young like I, yep. I think i know what you're talking about i think i'm familiar yeah if i'm if i'm thinking about the same person. yep that's probably brie brie has a lot of houses over there um and that's who, and then I also work with Melanie um, at the South Baltimore Community Land Trust. Okay. So I'm a consultant for, and they're in Curtis Bay, Brooklyn. And you know, okay. Brooklyn, I've never been to Brooklyn, but now I'm in Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn's often. different. But it's Brooklyn different. is different. It's different, yeah. Different. And South so, Baltimore is different. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, they put that, I don't know if you know, but Amazon has a huge plant. It's out there now? Out there. Oh, okay. So, and then, you know, I now they're naming it Middle Branch. They're trying to turn Cherry okay. Hill into, they're also naming it something called Middle Branch. And then you have um, Port Covington down yeah, there. Yeah. So that's going to be like, okay. Up you and know, coming. Yeah. All that is up and coming. Yeah, but it's like we got to get control over this before the white people do. Yeah, yeah. I hope y'all do. I really yeah. do. I'm rooting for y'all. I'm definitely in. I, I appreciate hope, I it. We need it. And if you feel like any of them will be good to come on here, please throw them in. Send you this know to what I think would also be nice? Would what? be like a we need answers, like a history of Baltimore. 
and yeah. I'm sure you've. But like even I when like I think about idea. like the real estate or like Pennsylvania, when we talk about Pennsylvania Avenue, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we talk about there used to be an Eddie's in Park Heights, like yeah, yeah. having like some older people almost that yeah. can like speak to like what was Baltimore like when it was supposedly I a million that. people lived here. Yeah, I do that um, typically with the Real Wired series. Yeah, they yeah. there's usually older guests and they talk. They don't. I always my one of my questions is always to give me like an event or or a landmark from back in the day from back and in talk the day. about how it was back then. So yeah, but I definitely want to go more, especially with architect in 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 um yeah the landscape of how it was. Yeah. Like it wasn't. I never did a full episode of that, so yeah. that's a good idea. I definitely willing to do that for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah, and I would like to just. I mean, I would definitely be watching because. It's like, you know, you got to know your history to, like, know what you're even capable of doing. Absolutely. We, yeah. I talked about that on the last one. Yeah. Um, it's always important to know about your history in any field that you're doing anything. Exactly. Because that's yeah. when you appreciate yeah. it and that's when you know. Because there's, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything mm-hmm. can happen more than once. So it's just good to get that experience. That's another reason why I did this. Yeah. Listening to older people tell stories about shit. Right, I used right, to right. love that. My uncle, when my uncle first came home, he was with me, like, every day. Talking about shit sharing. before he got locked up. Yeah, sharing that. stories. Yeah, and it's yeah. like you watching a movie a exactly, little bit. Like you exactly. like picturing it like, damn, that's I know exactly. what that looks like now. Like that's my life, man. I, I love shit like that. So that's the reason why we here now. So um I definitely appreciate all the game, all the information. Definitely would like to have you back for progress on yes. all of this. Um is there anything that you want to share or give to people before we close out? Any information you want to share? Um don't be afraid of real estate. Mm-hmm. Same as like I say, like um, like just reach out to somebody. You know, mm-hmm. if you know somebody that's bought a house, or you, you know, my information is gonna be on here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for you sure. You can reach out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but just start asking the questions because you gotta like demystify. Yeah. How it works. Yeah. And um, yeah, but I would say like the time is always gonna be now. True. So just get started. True. Definitely. So I'm definitely going to be hitting you up about all them programs. Thank you and for having me. <laughs> nah, real shit. I'm glad you came. I'm glad we was able to make it happen quick too. So yeah. shout out to Chris too, because we was able to get on top of it too. So, and get in here. But um, with that being said, much luck and success to you on thank these you. projects you got. Thank you. Thank and you. everything else. And thank you for coming. And like I said, Holler at them people if you think they'd be good to come on. I definitely will. Let them know. Yeah. Please come in and give us some more game and information if possible. Yep, and we need answers. For sure. <laughs> like with that being said, we out. <laughs> be down and guess what? We need answers. Fresh up off the track. Uh, uh, uh. Bitch, I hustle hard, gotta get that bag. Uh, uh. Bitch, I'm with the gang and my whole team drag. Uh, uh. You talking about some money, bitch? You need some more. You need some more. Mike, Mike, and Wong got that way. Bitch, watch your boat. Bitch, watch your boat. How fucking.